welcome to Torn to Power. This is a podcast that we talk about games. My name is Casey Cool, and our usual host, Shelby Stokes, is out on assignment. But with me tonight is my close and dear friend, Sean the Spool. Spool? Cool. And our <laughs> guest tonight is graphic artist, badass control artist, and designer, Captain Alex. Alex, thank you for joining us tonight. Or of course, thank you for having me. No, do you do to... not. Okay, you I do not. Know Absolutely not. I mean, you can. Okay. <laughs> you know, I want to honor your service in Nintendo. So, I got to ask: Do you were you a huge fan of Captain Nintendo, the TV um, show as a kid? Uh, never, never seen it actually. Oh, what? <laughs> Me neither. Oh, yeah, you never saw it. Captain Nintendo? Oh, Captain In. Where he he's a kid with a Letterman's jacket, and he got sucked into an NES. He used the d- gun from Duck Hunt as a laser. Mega Man has a green helmet. You, I, this was like very formative of my young childhood. <laughs> oh, I have it's heard like, of it, but I have never seen it. I vaguely have, recognize it. You have a you you have young kids, right, Alex? Ah, uh, yeah, I have a one and a half year old. Oh, way too young to watch. Yeah, that. <laughs> I like Pokemon right now. Um, or maybe some bluey, but that's really for the parents. Um, so Alex, I, I was following you on Twitter and I just saw all the cool things you make and the beautiful art you do. How Thank did you. you get into this, doing this, this space, or why, maybe you tell everybody what you do. All right. Start. So I make custom video game controllers. I take boring old white, black, whatever color they are, regular controllers and take them apart, paint them, put them back together, put really cool designs on them. Um, I've started in 2013 um, with like decoupaging controllers. Mm. And then over time, I was I did had an Etsy store like immediately once I started doing it, it went well. Um, and then over time, like Amiibos came out and I got really big into Amiibo customizing oh, as like nice. a hobby. Mm. Cool. Um, so that kind of brought me more into the Nintendo community. I was always like a Nintendo gamer, but that brought me into like the internet side of the Nintendo community. Um, and so I built like a following in the Nintendo side of things with the Amiibos, um, and my art that way. And Mm -hmm. then once the switch launched, the joy cons came out and there was just a lot of potential to switch up your entire console by just changing the joy cons on the side of it. Um, so it was a nightmare at first to start doing custom joy cons because they are very very Bad. delicate <laughs> and yeah there's a lot going on inside a very little box um so it was a nightmare at first but the more i did it the easier it got the more designs and ideas i came up with um i'd always been doing xbox and playstation controllers as well alongside yeah. of it um, as i'm showing these for those that are listening yeah, to the yeah. audio version you're missing out these are yeah, so that's really cool. good um thank you what okay man i see all sorts of cool stuff now do you do you take do you take yeah do you take people's do they send them into you or do you only do deal with new um i primarily only deal with new um we have a store here in town we're in orlando um so we do have a store if people want they could drop it off locally don't really do mail-in stuff because i don't really feel like being responsible for (laughs) for anybody's lost damage broken or having to keep track of it once it arrives um so i typically just deal a new that way i could also guarantee like your five-year-old controller isn't gonna just get drift the day after i paint it so (laughs) are they usually are they like uh made to order or do you usually have a few of like one or two of each kind, kind of like on hand at any time. So you don't have to like back order as much. Yeah. So um, I've, when since I've been doing my Etsy store, it's always pretty much been made to order. Mm-hmm. Um, I've stopped doing Etsy about two years ago. Um, oh. When we opened our retail location, it became like too much to balance everything. Yeah. Um, so I stopped doing Etsy and then I moved to doing like here, this is a bunch of designs. You could just buy it in my store. Um, Mm -hmm. And then over the last year, going into this year, I've been heavy on doing conventions. Um, So I am just stocking up since the end of December. I have just been working straight through all of January. Now going into February, I've got three conventions back to back in March. So I've got like a whole bunch of pre-painted shells that I've got to put together um, in the next few weeks. And then those will become shows with me. And then everything else will pretty much be like, ready on hand at that point yeah so i 
I bet those make a killing at conventions and stuff. For sure. Like someone's seen like a whole wall, especially any kind of collector or whatever, you know, see a whole wall of custom controllers and stuff. It's like, yeah, yeah. I didn't know what to expect. Um, I had no idea going into it. I took a shot last year. We did. We've always done our local conventions um, just to help promote the store and stuff. But I took a shot last year and I was like, let's go out of state. Let's see what happens. And the first one was decent. I took a chance and I did a second one, which was even better. And then like mm-hmm. they kept getting better and better throughout the year as I cool. learned the tips and tricks of how to do this. So um, as, as a convention artist, it, it, there's a lot to learn. There's definitely a yeah, learning curve. I so. And I love that Doug Bowser, for those that don't know, the president of Nintendo America signed your controller. That yeah, you made. <laughs> that was at E3 in 2019. And don't think he had any clue that it was even custom. Um, he's like oh cool when did yeah. he start making these it was like <laughs> five minutes after he became president like i think I'm sure he had like... just stepped down a few months before yeah. like <laughs> he was a little over like oh awesome uh but still that's awesome what's what's the time frame for you to make one of these what's like the usual how many can you get done in a day type um it is hard to say so i have a whole workshop in my garage it's all built out and it's just lined with tables it's like a single full one car garage but it's all lined with tables so i've got like i want to say like 15 different stations and it really just depends if i'm doing like a batch i could do like up to six controllers of the same design in one batch um but if i have to like do only like one or two of each design then i can only do so many at a time so it takes typically from like start to finish one design about four to five hours between disassembly painting mm-hmm. like over multiple days different colors um and then reassembly so it's about four to five hour time frame per controller but again i could do like 30 controllers because if you're doing one design like okay we're gonna do right. this layer of paint yeah yeah so i was thinking about that I think that it's still amazing. So before you did control, like wh- you, what were you doing were for work before? Have you always just been in the graphic design field? No, <laughs> um, oh. I have never been in the graphic design field. Um, prior to doing this full time, I was an airline pilot. Um, oh, wow. You cut out. You were a what? I was an airline pilot. Oh, oh, that's yeah. way different. Yeah. Right super on. Different. Okay. Um, <laughs> And before that, I was in college, high school and everything. So, yeah, yeah I've I've uh, never done anything graphic design professionally. Besides this, um, I don't have a degree or anything in graphic design. I've always been artsy, um, but I've honestly mostly been self-taught and just yeah. learning things over the time and on the Internet. Have you done a flight simulator controller yet? Where's the custom one of those? <laughs> I'm going to I have not. I've not done Crossover. anything, anything aviation. Related, I see the I wheels think. turning right now. Hmm, yeah. <laughs> I am. I'm like, oh, let's see. <laughs> that, yeah, that's a big shift. Uh, so, how often do you break a controller? Because that's my big fear of doing this and really worrying that. I, I always, someone told me I could fix the drift in my Joy-Con just by yeah. lifting it up. And I'm, <laughs> I've got these big gorilla hands, and I, I, I'm scared. Um, more often than I would like but not often enough that it is a concern. Mm-hmm. Um, it's happened. I've, I want to say maybe I've broken three sets of joy cons over like the course of thousands. I think yeah. at this point, that's a good average. Um, yeah. You're doing great. <laughs> um, Xbox controllers are pretty foolproof. There's yeah. like not really any way to break them. If you're just swapping out the shells, it's all the shells. Literally. It's just a top yeah. and a bottom piece and the whole innards. They're all connected. They don't even really come apart unless you really want to. Um, PS five controllers are a little bit touchier, but again, they're built pretty well. So the, the biggest Nintendo pro controllers fine too. I'm sure. Right? Yeah. That's the pro controllers easy. are super easy. Yeah. Those are nice. That's their, I wish they just made that and split it in half. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I don't think I've ever broken any pro controllers. I don't think any, PS5 or Xboxes. I've only think I think I've only broken Joy Cons, which isn't hard to do. You can look at a Joy Con in yeah. an break. I, right. I, it's, I, I'm a diehard Nintendo fan, and it's been it's the word. It, when you think of Nintendo, it's that quality seal of approval. Their hard, their literal materials are always well made. I used to watch my dad throw a Super Nintendo controller down as hard as he could on the floor if he was losing at King Griffey or Killer Instinct, <laughs> and it would bounce right back up to him. Yeah. You know, they just, they don't make them like they used to. Sure and don't. do you, have you ever messed around with the decal work where people put the decals on too? Do you ever sell those or thought about doing those? 
Um, I did them briefly for a time uh, for the Switch Lite. I had a few, a pretty, a pretty few, a cool. <laughs> I, had a, a, I had a handful of uh, cool designs that I did for the Switch Lite, and then I had them uh, manufactured. And the Switch Lite itself isn't as popular as the regular Switch Lite, right. so they didn't sell mm-hmm. super well. Uh, but they were really nice decals. My my main gripe with them is that. You just you always see a seam. There's always some kind of right. It peels off. It's a sticker. It, it, yeah. Yeah. It's not the same um, as when you take it. Like the time and effort you put in those other ones, you can yeah. see it, and that's why they're so cool. Um, yeah. So the decals that we had manufactured, they were pretty good. There wasn't a ton of seams. There was super full coverage, but even still, it's just there's nothing like painting it. There's it. Yeah. It's seamless. Now, of all the controllers you've done, which one's the one you're most proud of? who's your favorite kid (laughs) yeah (laughs) it is such a hard question i get that question all the time i'm sure i'm sure Uh, people online people in person now that's why i asked you right now Um, because i wanted on the spot right why does everybody ask him i don't know um i'm very fond of my sonic design um i think it's just a very fun design um, the, the red handles on the pro controller are like his shoes and then like his white buckle is on there and then oh, the rest is like a nice. gradient of blue. Um, so I really like that design. Um, oh man. I don't know. I've got a I few see. on my wall behind me. Which I one see. was the hardest? Casey's trying to scramble to find the, I was <laughs> the, the Sonic, Sonic one. one. I was like, oh, let me see. What I but what's the hardest one? That the you had to hardest do? one. They're, they are getting progressively harder. I'm sure um, I see that in mm-hmm. that. You you keep yeah. getting better, so I'm sure it keeps getting harder with that. Yeah, they're better. getting more detailed. I don't know about hard, but like my newer Pokemon ones are just a lot more detailed than they used to be. So it's a three, four day process. I just did like I'm doing Demon Slayer now. I'm getting more into anime. Oh. So I did a Demon Slayer <laughs> set of Joy-Cons and Dude. a PS5 controller. Um, I did a Nakatsuki Naruto controller and getting like the clouds with the white outline, the red clouds with the white outline on a black controller. It's just like a lot of time-consuming detail work mm-hmm. um so i'd say they're all pretty evenly difficult at this point it's just which is more time-consuming right i would assume too that it would be with the anime ones and how do you do you ever with the single request you have to be getting single requests right i, I feel like it's the sneaker there's a guy I follow he does something called air bowls and he does something where it'll be like the ninja turtles but he does it with like an old nike yeah it's it's the same it's a custom it's people that make these well-crafted things like yourself so Mm -hmm. how often are people asking you for one-off and is that harder to do because you have so you rather mass produce or not matt you know what i mean yeah you have your system yeah exactly that's exactly right um i get it a lot right now we've pretty much determined like i'm not gonna do it anymore Mm-hmm. Or I'm going to upcharge a lot more than I have been. It's always, I would it's say, just, right? You have to give yeah. a big number, right? Yeah. It's always been like, that's eh, just like $10 more. Um, but now we're no. like, mm, probably like I have to like halt other production. Yeah. <laughs> like focus exclusively yeah. $800 on this. It's going to be a little flat. bit more yeah, give me, from yeah. now on. Um, so it's I do get it a lot. Um, a lot of my designs came originally from custom orders. Like my whole Hollow Knight, my very first Hollow Knight one was a custom order. Um, mm-hmm. seeing the reception to that one, I made it for like every other console. And now yeah. I've revamped my Hollow Knight design. The one that you showed earlier is my old version. It's not even my yeah. current version. Um, so I revamped it. So a lot of my designs came from custom orders. I had so many people just generally requesting like more anime things. So I was like, all right, like, let me brainstorm. What can I do in the anime scene now? Right. So yeah. what do the kids like? Do you watch yeah. a lot of anime <laughs> or has it pushed you to watch it? Um, I'm definitely more intrigued to watch it. I don't have to watch oh, anything. Okay. <laughs> Demon Slayer is worth your time, I'd say. That's yeah. the big thing. We started watching it during COVID, and then I couldn't wait, so I went and read the whole series. But the second season, it dropped on Netflix, and we were I was really excited. And then someone's I was like, well, we have to watch the movie because that's the thing in between. And, and the someone in our part of it. No, they took the whole movie, made it six episodes of the first right, of the yeah. second season. They, they <laughs> gotcha. Still worth a watch. I watched it this weekend um do you think do you get disney requests too i have not gotten any disney requests really um actually i shouldn't say that i did i did do a mickey mouse xbox controller um Uh but i recently this week realized that i was at epcot last week for my birthday yeah you and or you're in disneyland you're in mickey's house he's in yeah so I realized that the Epcot ball pattern is the same as the Elite uh, Controller. 
right? The or the the touchpad. No, well, yes, that actually is similar. <laughs> Not that oh. you say that, but Sorry. I realized that the Ev Cup ball is like the same hemp pattern that is on um, the girl from Demon Slayer's like pink. Oh, it's the same hemp. It is. It's yeah, the exact same yeah, pattern. Yeah. So I already have a pattern for that for Joy Cons, and now I'm going to make it an Epcot version because I can make the Epcot ball now as Joy Cons, and I'm going to see what happens and see if I, there huh. is like a theme park nice. <laughs> crowd. That creator of Demon Slayer, who they were trying to get the the Zenzetsu, all the characters' kimonos, he was trying to get those patterns uh, patterned. He was trying to get a copyright on them to start selling mm. them. Because everyone, he's like, man, I should have been making a fashion line. I see. Because they're so <laughs> cool. Zenzetsu is my personal favorite, but I know like uh, people like the one that's split with the red and then the green squares. I, that one's, I can't ever say. Yeah. Uh, I'm always curious about what kind of fans come out. So with, how many GameCube controllers? Any of anybody in the fighting community going like, can you make me my main and smash controller? Any of um, that? <laughs> yeah, I have not done a ton of GameCube controllers okay. since I've started. Um, they are just, they're so hard to get. Um, yeah. They re-released them for the Wii U, which was awesome. They briefly re-released them for the Switch. Yeah. And now they are not remake releasing them in the u.s anymore you can get them overseas um so i did determine that this year i am going to do gamecube controllers i've got a pile of them like three feet away from me right now that are all disassembled ready for painting (laughs) perfect Um, because i do want to get more into it Um, i have a pro controller design pretty much for nearly every character in smash at this point and so that's 75 designs (laughs) or more or 80 right now that's insane yeah so i have a design for pretty much all of them i'm going to take some of my best ones and put them on gamecube when you get that incinerator one holler at your boy okay (laughs) Uh, i was thinking too like you could the fight sticks too for arcade cabinets that's something that yeah i've had people ask i just don't know enough about them that i've i haven't dove into that yet I think you could make a killing, sir. I think you should. That would be the one to go. Like, um, he needs more hands. That uh, sounds like that's gonna be your biggest problem. Pretty yeah, soon. yeah, more like... hands. More well, it. I know in June, CEO is one of the bigger fighting tournaments. Yeah, and it's in the Orlando area. I hope you should. I go vendor out there. Those guys will be their minds will be blown. Um. <laughs> I could spill some tea. I don't know. It's not like it's not like hot piping tea, but I tried to get into CEO. Um, I was DMing with Alex Jabaley for a few weeks. Yeah. And at first it was like, I don't know if you guys have heard of probably uh, controller chaos does custom controllers. Oh, yeah, yeah. 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 Um, Sean, Sean does work with Microsoft for their controllers. Okay. Control their videos. Sean's a, or can I say that Sean, am I gonna get you in trouble? How dare you? <laughs> no. Yeah. <I'm> <laughs> yeah. Until yeah. recently, I've now changed roles a bit, but I was in charge or like part of the team that made like all the sizzles and unboxing videos for all the Xbox oh, nice. controllers That's that awesome. came out. So like I have a whole like closet just full of random Xbox. I don't own what? an Xbox myself because I'm a PC gamer mostly, so I play all my Xbox. But you I have controllers. On that boy yeah. on your PC? What are you talking about? Yeah. I know. That's hey, awesome. Enrique, Enrique might need the hookup. You might need to send him an Xbox controller, Sean. <laughs> Um, yeah, so, so, so I was talking to Alex for a while, um, and he told me that basically he gives controller chaos exclusivity because mm-hmm. they are a $15,000 sponsor or something. Yeah. Um, but that year, I think it was a COVID year. I think it was 21 and they didn't show up mm-hmm. that year. Um, and then he just like stopped responding at first. He was like, okay, like they're not showing up. You can come. But then like, he just, he just stopped answering me. <laughs> um, yeah. so now I'm just a little dude. bit bitter. And also I don't have $15,000 to Dollars. sponsor and That's I don't wild. even know if they go anymore. Um, I haven't yeah. seen them at any shows in the last few years. Yeah. Um, but so I don't even know if they do the convention scene anymore. But yeah, that's the story. That's with gonna, CEO. That's gonna be a hard scene too, because you go to packs, you have to pick and choose which ones you go to. Yeah. How many do you try to hit a year? Um, so like I said, I just started traveling last year. So last year I did five or six, I think I did six. Most of them were in Florida though. Um, Miami, Tampa, Orlando. Yeah. Um, and then I went out to Chicago for C2E2. Then I went to, C- to Seattle for Emerald City. Um, and then That's I went next to... Month. We're, we're, in, we're in Seattle. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I went out... I came out to Seattle for uh, Emerald City. And then I went out to New York for Anime New York City. Um, so 
cool. I did those last year. I will I'll be back in Seattle in the first week of March. Yeah, and we say Comic Con this year. Yeah, they're yep. it's getting really big. So I'm super excited. I yeah. loved it out there last time. It was a lot of fun. It was a great convention. I did well with that crowd. So yeah. it was it we was gotta good. make it to PAX West too. Just, I think we gotta get you out there. Sometime. Yeah. Um I did uh try to get into PAX West last year. I had trouble getting in. Um last year they told me that they don't really like allow artist alley and i was like well i'm like i'm an actual established business i am yeah <laughs> i am a yeah, person yeah. like yeah. i do the yeah. art myself but i am like more than that no different than somebody like controller chaos or anybody right, else right, right, sell right. products. um so i couldn't get in last year but i haven't like really announced it publicly yet anywhere but i i did get into pax east this year so oh, i will be at pax cool. east we got the scoop this just in. everybody um, that's and awesome. We'll be PAX East and yeah, hopefully really West. Cool. I haven't gotten any like, I haven't yeah. paid or signed any contracts for West yet. But more now than you likely, can go back. To, now you can go back to the West guys and be like, "Hey, East, let me in." You right? Know, <laughs> are you gonna let that happen? Let it hang. Let it hang over. That's great. Well, with all this controller making, and you also have like a really cool. You and your wife have a soda shop, right? Yes. Yeah. So our that's retail rad. store. Yeah, our oh. retail store where we started selling the controllers. Um, we've got other merchandise now too, besides my controllers, of course. Um, but we also like have a '90s themed soda shop inside the store, which is really fun. Yes, That's I neat. saw you're doing the Baymax one for Valentine. We are, yeah. We What's have the a name Baymax. Of the shop? It is called Pop Culture Soda Shop. Okay, Pop Culture Soda Shop. I think everybody should go there if you're in the Florida area. Please sure. do. Yes, if you come um, to Disney, please come visit us. Even yeah. if not, start walking now. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Did I see? Was there chocolate on top of the fountain drink? Um, it was yes, a chocolate cold foam. So it's a oh. it's an ice cream float that is Ooh, um, fancy strawberry lime Jones soda, okay. and it has vanilla ice cream, chocolate cold foam, and then Oreo crumbles on top. It's mm. very good. It's like a chocolate covered strawberry liquefied. So okay, how often are you yeah. testing these or coming up with these? And is it it's always a '90s theme, correct? Yeah, so the whole store is like all pinks and blues and purples. It's all very retro. It's like 90s. the Max from Saved by the Bell. Exactly, that's totally what everybody says. Yeah, yep, that's yeah. what everybody says when they come in. <laughs> um, yeah, and then we have like all a bunch of shelving with all like old '80s, '90s, early 2000s stuff on the shelves, um, just to give it those nostalgic vibes. We got a bunch of Furbies and a power glove up there, and some other fun <laughs> '90s stuff. Other lava lamps um do we have i don't think we have a lot of there's nowhere to plug it in so i guess we, lava lamps most people i i associate with the 90s just because that's you know that's a 70s, 90s, yeah. my guy. i know yeah. and then i was like that's more 70s <laughs> i guess oh man i would think of tamagotchis in the 90s we do we have virtual true. pets yeah nice i don't think point. we have an official tamagotchi yet we have like a oh. nano pets we have like the knockoff version right <laughs> yeah so do you how do you make time to game with this busy schedule or what games are you playing these days because um, you obviously have a passion for nintendo and nintendo yeah gaming. i find time any time i can basically lately so, it's been mostly on like airplanes on the way to conventions and in sure. airports and stuff um but when a big game comes out like pokemon i will play whenever right before bed right when i wake up between naps like whenever i could find the time I'll did play. you get the greninja did you get the greninja in the raid this last weekend i have not done any of the raids unfortunately oh, no Rough. i always miss all the events because there's just too many things going on i know I, and you have to have a window and the groups online yeah. we i had help in our discord i had a guy carry me and it was great so <laughs> i was like yay uh, i felt like my son when i have to help him <laughs> um uh What's some of your favorite games? So Pokemon, are you really keyed up for the new Zelda in May? Or I am. I don't know. There's something about this game I'm not like super hyped up for. I, I am excited. I'm obviously low expectations. It. So then yeah. it's gonna be yes. good, right? Yeah. yeah. Like I loved Breath of the Wild. Obviously, everybody loves that game. It's a fantastic. A lot game. of people in our mm -hmm. Discord do not. So really, thank you. <laughs> they had a whole last week. I wasn't on, and they all trashed Breath of the Wild. They're like, it's Dang. good. It's not the best. And I was like, when dad, when the cat's away, the mice will play. Yeah, it's a fantastic game. I just don't know that it's 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 not my favorite Zelda game. Yeah. Um, but it doesn't mean I'm not excited for like the sequel. It's obviously yeah. gonna be a great game. But yeah, I, I don't know. I guess because it's not like. It's not a traditional Zelda game. It's it feels like something else that I'm I don't have yeah. the same excitement for it, I feel like maybe. Yeah. And and two's kind of weird because 
it they I feel like they haven't given a lot of information about it, and then they kind of pushed it off and like stuff like that. And it's just like, yeah, okay, I guess I'll be excited when it comes out. Is where yeah. I've been with it. It's just like, okay, I'm like, yeah, I'll it's play just kind of it. like off to the side right now. They're not yeah. really like pushing it too hard. Yeah, yeah, I I noticed that as uh, well. I, I they're just being really quiet with it. I I would. I love that they gave a date. I always think it'd just be really. I love it the even more though when a company goes, "This game's out now." Just do, give me that <laughs> with the Zelda game or Half Life Three. If they did that, that's what they have to do at yeah. this point. I know I, it's hard. I've been really busy and I, I with work too. I always try to find. I'm a dad and I have two kids, and I got talked into. I actually I talked myself into because I. Do you guys ever get FOMO <laughs> about a game? Like I'm gonna skip this, and then yeah. everybody pipes it up and like, damn it! You're like, oh no. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I went and got Fire Emblem Engage and I am pleasantly surprised because I was trying to play Tactic Ogre, the remastered. I started that up and it's just so slow with Tactic Ogre. I, have you ever played any of those Tactic Ogre games? Either of you? No. Nope. I, I love Triangle Strategy. I love Final Fantasy Tactics and Tactic Ogre is supposed to be the other big one and when you play this remaster, they've done really good with the pixel art, but the battling just is kind of clunky to me and not in a bad way. Just so many steps. It's not smooth. The characters, I just, it's when you play triangle strategy, I did a hundred, I did a hundred percent of that game, which is insane still. Mm-hmm. And cause I'm dumb like that. Like the fire thing. I'm like, Oh, I can't miss out. Everyone's liking it. <laughs> this reptilian brain. And it just didn't feel right. And I kept, this the new Fire Emblem game though is they did a really good job. I was very surprised because I love Three Houses, and Three Houses was a big departure from the older games in that it was very it had, more houses. had more houses. It was very sim based <laughs> in that it was the teacher sim part. A lot of people didn't like the relationship. We've talked about it on the podcast. Shelby just beat it. My usual co-host, uh, the mm-hmm. awkward staring at the tea parties meme. But this one's like a real old Fire Emblem. Sean, did you ever play a Fire Emblem? I have not played any of the Fire Emblems. I know you've told me about them a hundred times. I think even last time I was on, we were talking about uh, Ogre. Three Houses. Ha- well, like Tactic Ogre and yeah. stuff. And like how there weren't Ogres. And yeah, we talked about Three Houses. And isn't this game where Shelby ended up romancing the girl that was like forever 15? 14. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> Definitely some weird stuff. He didn't know. He didn't know. She was like cursed to stay. Yeah, like yeah. She was. Forever. She looks like it. She's old. She was like in her 20s. This one, though, the, <laughs> if you look at the art uh, for those watching live, it is really nicely cel shaded. It really goes back to the old anime tropes very tight play you can run around when you're uh, moving in the first person view is really nice um something they did in this is they brought back the weapon triangle alex are you a uh fire emblem guy i am not i i think they're beautiful i've given them a shot it's just it's not my style of game the turn-based battles it's just it's not my stuff yeah (laughs) yeah and i know i'm waiting for octopath which is another turn-based game that i don't know how i'm gonna make time for but i'm gonna figure it out just not sleep this is so good, but I'm mad because I, I'm mad that I'm not playing it more. If that makes sense, it's like, <laughs> no, oh, all right, I gotta take my kid to this event. <laughs> uh, I need to sleep. Oh man, it's like, and sometimes I'm like, man, he, I could just be sitting at practice. Um, does this one make trick you into a dating sim? Uh, no, this one does not <laughs> trick you into the dating sim. Well, minor, right? Correct. You know, it, this is not Fire Emblem Underage or anything like that. It is. Uh, There's still the bonds, but you can make friendship with everybody, and they really kind of double mm-hmm. down on just going over the top with it. Um, I'm about a quarter of the way in, so I I can't give it a full take on it yet. But I'm really enjoying it. Like right as soon as we get off the podcast, because I'm I'm gonna be playing tonight. I'm starting up right now. <laughs> I was thinking about it, but it'd be rude. <laughs> if it was just me and you, I'd be like, yeah, huh? you know? Yes. Uh, well, what are you playing, Sean? I have been playing a bunch of Satisfactory lately still. I think I talked about it last time I was yeah. on. Um, but recently for, oh, I know what it was. We did a story on um, for the game Smite, which has been around forever. Yeah. Which is like a MOBA, but not like your normal top-down MOBA. It's more like an MMO or an RPG kind of look to it. But anyways, Smite is doing a crossover The Ninja Turtles are in Smite. 
<laughs> they are. And then they have like Avatar, The Last Airbender characters in there. Anyways, they have a collaboration right now with Magic the Gathering. So they brought oh. a bunch of Magic. Anyways, we covered it on like the news show that I work on. And I was like, oh, that makes me want to download Smite again. Because I, what happens <laughs> is I don't play it for years. And then I'm like, oh, that looks cool again. And they have, I think, an anniversary update going on. So I've basically just been playing like one game a night. <laughs> That's all. I'm like, I'll play one match and then I'll be win or lose. I'm moving on or playing other games or stuff. How long does a match take in Smite compared to? It de- so it's got different game modes. So it okay. has like your classic kind of MOBA mode where it's like 5v5 and, you know, everyone's trying to get to, you know, the the tower or whatever at the very end. Um, that Those games, I think, are called Conquest, take the longest. I don't play those, but they do have a mode called Assault which is like 5v5 but it's literally you're just trying to like kill the other team and like mm-hmm. basically whoever like you know almost not quite deathmatch style but you get points and there's you're kind of pushing minions to their their end but it's much more fast play fast pace because i care more about like i enjoy more just fighting other people than like dealing with minions or jungling or any of that other kind of like stuff in mobas it's so weird that jungling's a term because that's just right? a <laughs> it's a league of legends thing. alex are you have you played what mobas have you played um none none oh right. another, don't do it another Actually, not, my, not my style you're, game. you're a pokemon fan though right yeah yeah you would like pokemon unite because it respects your time it's a 10 minute game you can play it on your yeah, phone that's what i've heard yeah this seems that was my question about smite smite seems cool but i can't i don't have time for like yeah. 40 minute matches and so assault if you're you know if one team does really badly it can end in like less than 10 minutes but like sure 15 to- yeah, I would say it's probably an average game length. Average, and then okay. I've been playing lately because I don't want to dive in with people that know what they're doing. I've been playing Assault Mode, which is okay. literally, it's in other MOBAs, like ARAM, or like all random, all middle. So it's basically one lane with each side having like a couple towers, and everyone's character is randomly chosen. So <laughs> you're everyone kind of is at a disadvantage in that, unless they play a ton and they, they don't know every character. You know, so everyone's kind of like I don't really know how to play this. So you, that's a better way I find to like learn characters. So that's what I've been yeah. playing mostly. Is like that's that. cool. Kind of I like a quick mode. game like that. I, any more Vampire Survivor? No, I haven't been playing any Vampire Survivor, yeah. Survivor at all. But today I did, or I'm probably going to download Star Wars Battlefront Two again because uh, our friend Doug, mm-hmm. you know Casey and our mutual friend, he yeah. messaged today. He's like. Battlefront 2 is only $5 on Steam right now. <laughs> you know, we should all play it. Have you ever want to play it? So, yeah, I, I, I'm pretty sure I own it on maybe like Origin or something, some other service. I'm like, I'll just buy it on Steam for five bucks. So I have it yeah. there <laughs> and can play that. So that's just probably or stare at it. Right. Right. <laughs> that's like um, our friend Doug's like, um, you know, it's probably good for at least five hours. Because of my dollar an hour, hour. Or mm, <laughs> yeah, that's role. true. That's true. I that yeah. was my thing with like Breath of the Wild again. How many hours I put into it? I definitely got oh, yeah. a dollar an hour's worth, if not more. <laughs> um, but I don't feel like every game has to be a long game to be great too. Like that no. that new that Hi Fi was... Rush that everyone's playing yes. on yeah. Xbox. That's like I'm a six hour game. Yeah. You're talking about games that were like launched the same day they were announced. That was that it, was, right? Yeah. Was yeah. <laughs> I'm telling you, it's the model. But that also that game drips like Dreamcast to me. I'm like, oh dude, they made a Dreamcast game in 2023. You're at dude. <laughs> and the writing and stuff seems really witty and like it's yeah. self-aware. It reminded me of like uh original Borderlands, or if you've played the Tales from the Borderlands games, which are like the you know, telltale version yeah. of them. Reminds me of those combined with like a musical rhythm action game <laughs> sure which is like a cool combination yeah i i think it is a cool combo speaking of combos uh, i think we can move into our first news story so i know we're talking about uh ceo and fighting games it was announced today alex jabaley actually posted because i'm i like talking about the fighting game news uh on our speculation news network here this plays i don't know what's going on i was like i know you have there. a trailer oh, <laughs> i have a trailer oh no it's a news story there it is our speculation news network are seeing in here um alex Bailey announced today on twitter that street fighter 6 will be at ceo and so that's why i was thinking alex we gotta get you in on that arcade yeah. stick business man <laughs> it's funny um, I actually i checked the dates today of ceo to see when it was against my convention schedule and i already have something that weekend anyway oh, this man. year but yeah it's so hard there's so many events all year round right. like 
I think the better move is you just sponsor a pro player, right? You give them something sick and go, hey, right? That's that's, and then if people want to come to you, it's yeah, like, ta- I feel true. like you're kind of in the tattoo artist realm. If like they don't go, sometimes they go to a convention, right? It's funny. That's I was true. thinking that earlier of how it's like, it reminded me almost like of a tattoo artist. Yeah, for sure. You know, if you I, you make these awesome controllers, um, I I'm very hyped for Street Fighter Six. I like a good fighting game. Um, the thing that I'm really curious about is that open world aspect of it, and if they're gonna do any kind of random off tournaments with it this year. In that, um, I don't know if you guys have seen that part of. Uh, I don't think so. Me. Oh, so you can make a create a character in Street Fighter Six, and then you can go learn. Ryu, reuse fighting style, Balrog's fighting style, and have it, but you can have a different character build, and I think maybe you can pick and choose moves. And people that were doing the the live demo, that they make like the the, the worst characters, you know, like oh, I'm gonna just make them as skinny as possible and have no face yeah. or eyes this big. Character right? creator is always a a good time. Yeah. Yes. Uh, hold on. Street. That's like my whenever I play, whether it's like the Dark Souls games or any of those. Or even like um, Mass Effect and stuff when they let you create your characters. Always right make here. Them the, this the is kind of actually how creatures. I'm built. Same with Ark. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Real skinny legs, strong torso. Hit They're it. Very accurate. <laughs> of course. But imagine fighting that, right? That's kind of, I kind of want to see that. Very, like this guy. This is the one that I saw. I was oh like, my God. oh my God. No. Look at the skinny arms. But you know he's coming in throwing <laughs> fireballs. He's got that heat. Yeah. Or I feel he's like got deadly elbows got deadly elbows it's that dalzim style <laughs> um i don't know i i'm excited to see that i like that fighting tournaments are coming back you know covid screwed everything up um and no I th- no no it didn't well, <laughs> it definitely did yeah i just i like uh the fighting scene is my personal favorite for that and it's good to mm-hmm. see and I, it's and street fighter is the crown jewel right that's what everyone wants to see at evo and then they also said Grand Blue's coming uh, back, Grand Blue Fantasy, which is super anime uh, game. And I, it's a good time. It's a good time. So I wanted to talk about that. But I also want to talk about how, what's your, Sean, what's your waist size? Uh, I don't know what it is. Off top what's your dream? Like, what's your dream? <laughs> you don't know? 30, 32s? Yours is 32. Okay. I'm a 34. Alex? 32. 32. That's the average size, right? For a man, I'd say. Some would say above average. But above average? Uh, <laughs> right. Maybe. <laughs> you, you can take that as you will. Um, so Nintendo uh, Nintendo Land opened here in the U.S. And it's actually had a couple small controversies in that people are comparing it to Japanese one and saying that some of it's not as polished. But the other thing is they're adding a waist limit ride uh, for the riders, which... Oh, no. It's a safety issue, I'm yeah. sure, but I think the limit is 40 inches. That's yeah. not huge, though. Like, well, I would expect it to be, like, a lot, like, you know, really large, I guess. But 40, I don't know. Is that... For them thick boys out there, like myself, that's a little alarming, but it's also <laughs> maybe a check. I want I want to go, and I want to make it happen. Um, <laughs> I, I, I'm just curious how, like, are they going to have you stand... Because, you know, like, when you're a kid and you have to be, like... Oh, height, publicly shame you? You have to, like, walk up and, like, go fit between, like, this... It's like a little hugging whatever machine it is, where you have to go arms up. The way I understand it, I, I don't know, I could have made up a whole scenario in my head, but I think there, it's, like, you test the car, like, outside the ride, and, like, at that, like, test seat is a sign that says it. Like, you may be denied boarding, and I think uh, they could just okay. be like, yeah, you're not going to fit, you got to go. And then, um, like, if you try to fight it, they'll have you go stand in like a box or whatever and prove <laughs> that you don't fit. Probably, yeah. Go sweat off smidges, all right? No, uh, do how? Okay, how many TikTok rage videos are there going to be of people that can't ride? There, I, I a think, lot, a few, yeah, just a few, just many few. Yeah, I. It's hard. So certain rides probably should have a size limit for safety, right? Like realistically, mm-hmm. any roller coaster that you're going at such a high speed. And I, that game, that ride to me though does not look intense. I could be wrong. I don't no, know if there's. I don't think it is. No. I don't think it moves very fast at all. I think it's all an illusion of speed. Yeah. I think it actually moves very slow. <laughs> yeah. Yep. So, like, 
come on. But looking come back on. at the picture, it's like everyone. It looks like everyone's sitting in like their own individual like chair. Yeah. Of, versus like yeah. Uh, like I, it looks like it kind of wraps around you. So it's like it's like a desk chair or whatever is what it kind of reminds me of the inner yeah. part. But yeah. So that's I think probably... they could have just made a real roller coaster. That would have been rad too. <laughs> I'd probably be more in keen for that personally. Yeah. Yeah. No sumo wrestlers and we all go. No, no. Uh, <laughs> no, no average wrestling. Floridan, I would say, is going to be able to go either. <laughs> um, or anybody from Texas or the South. Uh, you know, I mean, like, I, there's a lot of o- overweight Americans. So I think that might be a concern. And you know, there's the stigma about heavyset gamers. And I think twofold. One, it sucks. But two, maybe this might motivate someone. Right? Am I weird to think that someone's gonna be like, "Hey, I really want to do this, so I'm gonna get under forty inches." It might save some lives. I feel it like might save some lives. I think there's like two sides to it too. It's it's not even just overweight people. It's also like, like large people. Just, there's large people who are like somebody like The Rock. Like I don't know, his waist size is probably more than forty. You know, like there's also yeah. super oh, yeah. buff He's, people that could have yeah, huge yeah, waist. yeah, yeah. So for sure. There's a guy I follow, and we follow on Twitter. His name Jesse Jerdak, and he's like six, seven. He's a D and D cosplayer guy, and he's like a he dresses up in Gorg and the big Goliath type people. Huge. Yeah. He wouldn't, and he's in super great physical shape. Probably can't go. Shaq ain't riding it either, you right. know. <laughs> um, and as sad as that makes me, uh, it'd be interesting. I wonder. And you know, they're adding more lands too. They've talked. Uh, Donkey Kong Land has been the one that they've said is next, and I, I cool. hope they keep doing the uh, the kids. They got to do a Zelda. They got to do everything else, you know. Um, yeah, because right now it's mainly Mario stuff. Mainly Mario yeah. stuff, and it's just gonna be Mario. Unlike E3 this year, which won't have Mario stuff as usual. It won't have Microsoft <laughs> stuff, and it won't have PlayStation stuff. As we move into our final story, um, no one's going to E3. What's up with that? That was I, that's the story, and I'm kind of not surprised. Was that? A shock to either of you today mm, um I'm a, I'm a little shocked i'm a little shocked that nobody's going i don't know that i'm not like entirely shocked but i am a little bit surprised that they're not gonna have any presence whatsoever like not even right. a smaller presence yeah, like so. nintendo's controlled their own narrative and done the direct for a while now right and sony seemed like they're following suit the thing is because you everybody has a social media channel, they don't need E3. And I think I know like I remember when E3 gave out all the reporters because their security was really bad years ago. All the journalists that go to E3, their personal information was they were docked, yeah. right? It was easy yep. to get. And I mm-hmm. that probably sits bad with a lot of people in the industry. It still sits bad for me. I still remember it and I'm not even there. Uh, yeah, the I mean, E3 has been going downhill for way before even COVID. Like yeah. it's been for like a decade. It's been sl- having a slow decline, decline, especially Ooh. when Nintendo like pulled out from yeah. like a main partner and started. They would still show up, but they wouldn't do like their big show there. They would do the direct, but they would still have their booth there. The year for they- Breath of the Wild, they made a whole room look like Breath of the Wild, and everybody. Yeah, could play it. that was. Their they big still had thing. really cool booths, but yeah, was that the last year you went? Do a big show. Um, was Breath of the Wild there? something had launched something big but i don't think maybe it, i don't remember i don't recall it was a long time ago yeah a long time no. ago. um but then yeah sony and microsoft have been still you know supporting it as best again then it's all like since covid it's all been digital i think they've just realized a it's a lot cheaper and they have more mm-hmm. control over it because it used to cost probably i have no idea but i would imagine like you know 10 million plus dollars to like do put on these whole shows and like load up all the stuff and build out like an actual cool booth and all that stuff like it cost them a ton of money and when they can do it all digital or most of it digital like we i work out of xbox has like their whole like a huge like um like xr stage that they've basically been building out or built out that is the same technology that they use to shoot like the mandalorian yeah and anyways you can like put yourself they can put people in scenes like within video games i saw them testing it the other week and it was really really cool like they would put them in like forza or they'd put them in you know they'd light it and so it looked like they're in the game and they could walk around it and you can see it all at the same time so it's not like a green screen 
you don't see it. Right. But anyways, they I think they're just choosing to invest in stuff that they own and control and can use like throughout the year versus like having one big like blow your load kind of shot where they're just like, okay, we're gonna have this one big show. And they still, you know, I think they'll still have big like a big show around that time. Yeah. Um because it's just great for them all to kind of drop stuff at the same time. But I think right. again. This but way. Jeff Jeff Keeley does that now, right? Jeff Keeley has he's, fully he's a big part of three, too. Right? It feels like, like there's like three beats in the year, um, where it's like you know you have the Game Awards, which is Jeff Keeley's, which is like in the fall. You have like the E3 time in June, yeah. and then like you kind of have stuff in like the springtime. But well, you have Summer um, Game Fest now too. That's Jeff yeah. Keeley. He is the yeah. video game gatekeeper of the which, internet. Summer Game Fest, if I remember right from last year and stuff, that happens like during E3 or basically like around that same time. Too, right before right? it. Yeah. They were yeah. kind of letting E3 stay alive a bit. Yeah. And I probably, too, for me, it seems like a cost thing. It's not worth yeah. them spending yep. the money there. It's not. It's 100% money. <laughs> there's other, the... there's so many conventions now. There's, yeah. and I remember conventions were a thing growing up, but I, there's one every week. There's one every month. I'm sure Alex could be gone two times a month and go to a convention if he that'd be insane. Yep. yep. Um I, I I like a convention. I I always I also think if E3 was just for the press, that'd be a cooler thing too. Because it was it was for the longest right? time. It was for a long time. Then they made it E3 for all, I think they called it. Yeah. When they opened it up to anyone. And it, it was still neat because I was still going there then. Yeah. Still working at it. But it kind of um, lost its it, allure a little bit. You know what I mean? Yeah. Well, it's just now it's because everything's digital and you have live streams and like just the way social media is now. It's mm -hmm. like there's no most companies are trickling out information or like when they have new releases or stuff coming up, they don't necessarily want to just hold on to it for like three or six months. They want to like, you know, tell their community or update them what's going on. So right. for them there's not a lot of secrecy. There's no point. Cause before what it would be is they would have their conventions and stuff and they would have their booth, but they would basically just pull PR people and journalists and stuff into like these back rooms and show them demos of it. Mm -hmm. And then the journalists would like write about what they saw. Like they would right. be able to show that's how it used to be. And it was like, but now with the, with the way social media is like companies are either, they're not really going to give demos out and stuff anymore to like, yeah journalists like that they're not gonna give like these sneak peeks necessarily right they might, might as well just show it to the public or you know keep it in their back pocket uh, yeah i i still like and shelby's always talked about this i like that there's a time of year you know the game awards here's the thing we talked about the game awards mm -hmm. there's not it's not like the oscars where it's this board of people like the you know they yeah. there's people that sit and do it the game awards people pay the it's the company's pain. It's not, it's not, a it would almost, it would almost be like the Oscars. If they were going to like show all the movies, it's almost more like comic-con where they show off like a slate. Of, yeah. Yeah. Know, this is all the Marvel movies we're doing for the next two, three. It's years all a commercial. It's a yeah. commercial. And then there's it some is. more, it, it can't like, we need to know who's voting. Like who's the people that got the vote in a collective <laughs> group. Like let's take, let's make game awards serious. I like the yeah. idea of a game awards. I like having an event that, showcases game but any three's always been that but i i think it's time that that ship sails you know i think we can say goodbye to our old friend um and you know if, i want to say too something that we like to do as we wrap up and get to the end of the show we like to do like a game usually for our final segment alex and okay. because you're here there's something i've always done we've done these things called one star one star reviews where we read reviews of video games and we read the one star reviews and we rate them on our own five star scale, uh, one like one of my favorites. We found one where an old lady wrote a really nice review of a game, and she gave it a one star because she remember she didn't understand. I think we're like <laughs> she thinks a one's good because you're like this is a glowing <laughs> review. You know, you know, top stars, top stars, right? Those are some of my favorite. Um, I so because the rule one in the internet is you don't read the comments, right? We're always told don't read the comments as a content creator, yeah content creator i'm sure for you like how often are people like with your stuff you get comments i'm sure emails about your work constantly right no, yeah everyone loves, everyone loves it yeah i, I, sure. I still <laughs> it depends if i know it's a hot take i just stay away <laughs> but like i'm sure too if someone was like uh when you you give them an honest price or something about something and they 
I, there's a lot of weirdos on the internet. I'm sure some mm-hmm. people there's are like, a lot of weirdos in person too. Believe it oh. or not, people don't know how to hold their face when you tell them things in person either. 100%. Yeah. <laughs> they let you so know. I'm sure they, right? they'll like, let you know oh with their God. face or with well, their words that they my think favorites things when, are overpriced. So <laughs> my favorites when they're like, "Oh well, I could do that," you know, myself, yeah. you know, or stuff like then that. Do it. Right. I want to see it. No, prove it. Do it right now. Here, let's go. Um. So. For me, I just I have a couple reviews of controllers. Um, there's a few that I like. So this first one I want to showcase why I think it's good. I'll read it to you guys. Are these Alex's controllers or just yes, Alex? They're re- no, Alex. These are just people that bought at Best Buy. I would never. That'd be horrible. Alex, listen, that'd be like the like, what's the catch a predator? Like, let's talk about your bad product. What do you have to say? Horrible. Um, so. This one, I like this one. Uh, I read, I was first reading it, and he's, uh, I'm a dad that used to be a hardcore gamer. Started getting back into it. One joystick became loose and just flopped all over with no input. Buying it six months ago, maybe 40 hours on it, I tore it apart. I've never seen this in all my life of, or kids' life of gaming, but this is the first time I brought a different colored controller. So he's oh. assuming one solid review. I think it's an honest <laughs> thing. I've never seen this in my whole life. He's blaming it on the color. Well, he's got a picture, yeah. but that doesn't look like a normal joy. It's like green. Yeah, this is, is a, a Microsoft. This is a Microsoft uh, electric volt yellow. Yeah, right here. Oh, I know those controllers. Oh, uh, you know them. So, would you agree with the one star review? I no. Do you, how often do you think someone breaks them and they just want to blame it because they broke it because they he raged? I'm sure Nintendo says that about all the Joy Cons. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Down really quick. This one cracked me up. Just the title. Sean, if you can read that for the people at home. It's okay. And the review says, it's okay it's for o- me as a new Xbox person. The control's too big for me, though. <laughs> That's and then I, one star. I love it when it's like their fault, and then they give it one star. Right. Like, I ordered this by mistake, and it came. And da, 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 Well, it's star. like, what's okay mean to you? Like, what is it right. like a three would be okay. You know? Right, a three is okay, yeah. Yeah, and they submitted it's, a picture of what looks to be like their, and maybe entertainment center? Yeah. Or like a shelf? <laughs> I want to see you. I want to I see your baby hands, dude. Let me see the hands. <laughs> That's what I want to know. Um. That one cracked me up. I in the picture. So are, are we supposed to be rate, rating? Oh these? yeah. So okay, to give me give me your rating <laughs> for the dad one. The dad one with the different color controller. Uh, I feel like that's a three. That's a yeah. three. Yeah, I think it's solid. I think there's a great twist at the end. Yep. You know, with that. Um, <laughs> the, uh, the okay, Sean, you say a three as well. Yeah, I would say a three because it's like. It's kind of detailed, but at the same time, <laughs> it's it's like it's not super shocking, but it's funny. I give it a three because it's it's genuine, and then the off cuff yeah. comment about the color being the issue is great. Um, I do love a salty review when they're just really mad. Yeah. Me personally, though, this one it's okay. This is a five for me. Like great. <laughs> it's too big for me. Not not like it, not anything inside. I want. Just made me laugh, you know, like, oh, this is a bad one star review. This is this hits a great one star review. I'd say, or only because they didn't give me the conclusion. Like, did yeah. they send um, it back or did they just keep it then when they found and no out? picture of their baby hands? I think, yeah, that's all <laughs> yeah, yeah too, exactly. Right? So, four, yeah, I, I have to knock that's, that's a four for me, too. Yeah, it's a four. <laughs> all right, let's go to the Sony Dual Edge. I really like again how you can rate and filter. Um, <laughs> by one star. This, okay, just again the first one. Alex, do you want to read this? If you can see that on screen, I can make it bigger. Yeah, I can see it. Not okay. the best. The controller stopped working after a while. I've never experienced this ever in my history of gaming. I've noticed a theme. I'm noticing a theme. And it's by Nunya. <laughs> yeah, yeah, oh man, great dad joke. Uh what are the odds they just didn't charge it? Oh. Yeah. yeah. Stop yeah. working after a while. It's not wirelessly <laughs> charging. It's a, it's a wireless controller. <laughs> mm-hmm. I've just, heard that before where people were like, you know, it's wireless. So I just yeah. thought, you know, I didn't know I'd have to plug it in. <laughs> and you're like, oh, no. This is a two. <laughs> this is a two in my mind. It's 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 funny. But I, when yeah. I read that, this never experienced my life. I had the thought, oh, OK, maybe they didn't charge it. 
I agree. I appreciate yeah. that Best Buy tells you that they're verified purchases. Yes. You know, <laughs> you know when you sometimes see like the Amazon reviews or stuff and you're like, do they actually own this? Or is it, you know, are they just mad at this company for some reason? <laughs> yeah. See, like a sincere once a review, I don't really like them. Like, oh, okay. This one, Havoc card. Uh, <laughs> this item was purchased fraudulently by someone else using my credit card. Okay. Best Buy has a case to open it, but I've heard nothing. Thankfully, my card. Oh, I just got to zoom out. Uh, my card. This one's like a cry for help. Um, right. <laughs> my, my case is open, but I haven't heard nothing. Thankfully, my credit card company has my back. This is my I'm review. Just... This, this, and then this is my review. He said, that. <laughs> <laughs> uh, is, is he trying to say hacked car? I think, I think so. Yeah. Hacked would be it. That Susan would be, M this is, is yeah, 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 yeah. Um, that's funny, but like, why would you review? Why would you rate the car? Why would yeah. you rate the controller? The controller did nothing wrong. <laughs> and you want to rate Best Buy, right? This yeah, is Susan yeah. M, worried mom, probably someone not keen on technology. Um, so it, the although, yeah, oh, it was Nova Pink too. So hmm. Susan just might have regret. I don't know. Because um, <laughs> yeah, you do get those kind of people who will like buy it or buy something or you know even at like a restaurant where they'll have, eat the whole meal and they're like oh it was terrible though can I have my yeah can back? I get a refund like, no you ate the <laughs> like, whole thing sir you you ate the entire thing yeah not how it works you got to do it like within the first minute of getting the food like this isn't what I wanted or yeah. this is under, yeah a bite I or two I, but I will never send food back I will always no. I'm, I'm I'll be like thanks and I'll hate I'll hate eating. <laughs> Alex, when you buy a controller, is that do you prefer to get a certain color if you know a base, or do you mix and match? Like, I'm guessing the white controller probably would be easiest to work with. Yeah, right? it depends. Stuff with like the uh, the PS5 controllers, um, it really it's design dependent. Same thing with the Xbox. Um, I did like a Cult of the Lamb um, Xbox controller recently, Ooh. so I went with a red controller for the Xbox because the buttons on that are red. So without mm -hmm. me having to swap out the buttons, the buttons are already red. Same thing with the Dual Sense. I did God of War, so I've been getting like the crimson red one for God of War, so that it has the maroon coloring already. Nice. Um, so it, it really just depends. Uh, there's no options with right. Switch, so yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. For Xbox and PlayStation, I definitely use, it just like, depends. Do you ever use like the Xbox Design Lab to get certain colors and stuff? Because they have whatever like dozens of different. I do not. I, I think that's an amazing service. I think yeah. Microsoft and Xbox are spending. incredible for not only that, but for all the custom designs that they do put out. Mm -hmm. um, I think they're the most gamer friendly company for sure in regards to art and design and customization options. I yeah. think it's amazing, yeah. but it's too expensive. I get my controllers wholesale because um, yeah. we have the store. So it's just, it's not financially responsible of me to do that. Um, <laughs> I've seen this. Here's your next design, Alex. Okay. I need you to just do a bunch of these. I've done that. <laughs> I, I could. I, yeah, I, I could. Everybody, everybody loves it. For, for the audio listeners, it. it's a Fisher Price 10 video yes. game controller. Yeah, but you've, you people will see it and know because of the color yeah. scheme. If you're a parent yeah. and you're a wait, hold on, parent, I can get it. Give me one yeah, second. Go grab it's, it. Go it's grab it. Other John, let's let's do it. That's hilarious. I, it's um, so no. I my my son had my daughter played with one of these when they were little. I, I loved it. I was like, man, this would be a really cool color scheme. I just it's pretty I, wild. I took it uh, off my wall uh, the other day. It, it was, was right there. It hangs up there, but <laughs> I didn't even ask the face. Yes, perfect. Yes. <laughs> See, I was setting you up because I haven't seen that, but I, no, I do love it. And the orange, you did a really good job. I, I like, I, I want one, and I think I'd be curious to see if I gave it to my kids, would they be like, "Wait, this is resonating for some reason." They're older now, you know. Um, well, and we would do joy cons, but we all know they're bad. So, uh, but um alex i want yes. to thank you so much for coming on where can people get more of you um twitter instagram are my main two um it's it's captain alex cptn underscore alex on twitter and then there's no underscore it's just cptn alex on instagram our website um captainalex.com it's currently under construction like the, the page that's there will not be the page that's there in a month i'm currently revamping it so that i can start selling online again on my own website nice. um and then yeah our our business name is comic controllers if you're ever in florida it's comic controllers pop culture soda shop out here in orlando um i'm easy to find just look me up you can find us yeah 
I mean, the, and if those listening or those watching the video later in the replay, the description and links will be down below. So you can click those. Go buy a cool controller. Get ready. Get maybe that Silk Song one will eventually come out, just like the game, hopefully. <laughs> but uh, again, I want to thank you for your time, and I want to thank anybody that watched or is listening for coming on. If you like what you heard, please leave us a nice four star review, five star. I, I should probably ask for the five, but I'm a realist. <laughs> and if you also like share subscribe uh we have a discord please come in and talk there um and sean do we have anything else coming up on the channel that you can think of uh D, &D are we streaming that we are saturday? streaming on saturday okay. that's right dice night returns it's episode two of icewind dale uh last mm -hmm. time we left off you guys shot an arrow at some goblins that were not so keen Never. on that um you know, I, I, I was telling, almost died last time. You, you did almost die. You passed <laughs> out. And no, no, uh, no negotiation. Only level one. Group. No, no, no. Try the haggling. You're like, you know what? Let's just kill you, murder hobos. That's kind of the vibe of this group mm -hmm. I'm playing with this time. But uh, again, thank you so much for listening. Thank you for coming, and have a great night. And remember, play your game. Bye. Bye. <laughs>